Ashley. Yep, that's me. And me. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I'm over here hiding in my closet so that we don't have another last week where my kids were in the background the whole time. Oh, like it sounds like we recorded a daycare center? Yeah, basically. Because no matter how many times I tell them to be quiet, it's it's never going to work. Somehow, it's always something, even when their father is here. I can be like, I'm on a work call, like, leave me alone. And then it'll be like, Mom, can you tie my shoe or something? It's like your dad is standing right in front of you. These are all the things that happen. You know, we've been stuck in the house. This is our 10th day of quarantine, so. Okay. Sniffles. I know. I was feeling okay. I think it's the heat. Oh, because you're probably sitting right under a vent in your closet. Exactly. Exactly. So, Ash. You know, I've been in quarantine all week. I don't have much to say coming out of Corona, but how was your week? Oh, no, no, no. We're not going to skip your week, sis. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. When I tell you that COVID has really sucked the life out of me, it's just, here's the thing about it. This is what I'm going to tell the people. I am blessed because our symptoms were mild. We all got it. No one had bad symptoms. Thank you, Jesus. However, the emotional and mental that this has had on me is the real thing. You've heard about COVID now for almost a year, right? So they talk about all the symptoms. You hear about all the people that are dying from COVID. So it's like every day, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's like every morning I'm like waking up like bright and early, like, like, can I breathe? Do I have a fever? You're just waiting for something bad to happen. So it's like I've spent the last 10 days worried about myself, worried about Deshaun, worried about Charlie, worried about Chase, worried about my mother. And the the mental toll that that has taken on me is it's that's the real That's what really happened to me with COVID is that it took a mental toll on me. I got to tell you, I don't have much of a sense of humor right now. Because you would imagine that you would have the exact opposite reaction. The fact that you got it and are have very mild symptoms, you would think that it would finally calm your anxiety about COVID. But you're saying it did the reverse number on you. Well, the issue is, is that, you know, then you start reading. Well, some people say on day seven is really the worst day, or some people say day five. Uh So it's like you're hitting these milestones and you're just, is today going to be the day? So now I've hit day 10, which is when you're officially, they say, you can re-enter society. And so the last 10 days, I've been on edge, my G. I was already thinking about how I have to come there to record soon. And I was like, well, do I want to stay at Ashley? She didn't even get her house deep cleaned. I know. Well, I'm trying to figure out if I, 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 I asked Deshaun the other day and he looked at me like I was literally a crazy person. But I was like, do I need to hire like a special cleaning crew to come and clean our house? Is there like a COVID cleaning crew? And he was like, Ashley, no. I'm like, are you sure? If I call my cleaning lady and I'm like, hey, we're over COVID, you can come back now. Like, is she going to want to come coming? back? Right. Do I need to hire hazmat people to come in here? 
I don't know. That it needs to be sprayed down or something. Have one of those lights that you take over everything and zzzz. Yeah, I mean, I right? totally agree. I mean, the thing about us is obviously we can't catch it again, at least not this strain that we brought into this home this time. But for other people, yeah, I feel like I, I, I need to do some research. So you don't think I'm crazy? I don't think you're crazy. Okay, Deshaun looked at me like I was crazy. Your house needs to be de- disinfected. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's but, my job tomorrow. I'm going to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably like one or two people who come in a special suit and they like like the exterminator. Spray yeah. some shit in your house that you can't f-ing see or taste or smell. Yeah. And- you're totally right. It like needs to be fumigated, essentially. Mm-hmm. Four people in a house with f- covid germs right. ash that's a lot of covid germs running everywhere crazy and supposedly dogs can catch it now too like what if Gigi has it deshaun thinks Gigi has it <laughs> she does she's like a little bit lethargic i'm like well i don't know what to say like i've been stuck in the house what have you been doing i oh oh i don't know it's kind of actually a heavy week for me to be honest with you Because your best friend was dealing with COVID, I can see how that would be difficult for you. Oh, it was so hard. (laughs) Remember how just two weeks ago I was talking about how I'm trying to get back on my whole workout grind and workout tip? Yeah. Girl, I got on the scale. Oh. And in one week, Uh I gained seven pounds. Are you sure? Did you measure, did you weigh yourself on the same scale? Girl, I weighed myself on the same scale on Sunday and on Sunday. And I gained seven pounds, that's damn near a pound a day. Ash, here's my question. What were you eating? Well, everything. this is why it makes sense. Yeah. You know that big tub of red vines? <laughs> yeah. How long is that supposed to stay in your house? I try and limit myself. I try not to bring the tub out of the pantry. I try and just go in and grab four or five at a time and like limit myself. Because if you bring it next to you and start watching TV or something, it'll it'll be gone before you know it. Sis. But those are also supposed to be low calorie. Well, that's where I thought I was doing my job. Yeah. But seven pounds lighter. Apparently, they're not that low calorie. Oh, no. <laughs> Sis, I ordered out every day for seven days. Mm-hmm. Between the Popeyes, the Jack Lobster Shack, Mm, the Ventanas. Girl, there were days I ordered twice. I ordered lunch and dinner from Uber Eats. You sound like me. And then guess what happened today? What? I got my period. Oh, that was PMS. That doesn't count. Girl, and I had no clue, but my appetite was on a million. I was so hungry. You should be glad you started your period because those also sound like pregnancy. (laughs) 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 Impossible. Impossible. Yeah, some things are just impossible, sis. (laughs) So I'm seven pounds up. Okay. I'm hopefully thinking that maybe at least three of that pounds were were like was bloating. Yeah. On its way because of my, you know what I mean? Like something. Yeah. So I took myself to the internets to find a plan. Mm -hmm. And I ended up ordering that girl, Joy. Is it Joy or Joey? Oh, I think it's Joy. Oh, my God. She's amazing. I ordered her program, her four week fitness program. 
And you know what's annoying about you is that you Why? can actually do that for 30 days and probably have her body, which is actually more annoying because I would need like butt implants and all type of stuff. But you, my friend, if you do that, you could probably come out with Joy's body. That actually makes me angry. <laughs> but I'll tell you why I can't come out with her body. Why? Because let me tell you, the first few pages of the program are very clear and explicit. Matter of fact, let me read it to you. It oh, says... it's her diet. Is she like a vegan or something? The first page says, you can't cheat how you eat. Mm. Like literally the first thing is. Yeah. Diet. Yeah. And so basically she gives you a grocery list and explains the things that you can and can't eat mm -hmm. and says, you know, go shopping before you start this. So I went shopping. Oh, good. And today I had an apple, some tuna mm -hmm. and about six red vines. Oh, not but bad. the red vines are not a part of this program. Oh, well, a little red vine here and there. Run an extra five minutes. I am going to start the program over. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Day one for the rest of the month. <laughs> it was an interesting week as I grappled with what the f*** was happening to my body and then right. realized I got my period, but yeah. I'd already spent the money on a weight loss program. And now here I am and the weight loss program and my period and loving red vines, but... Not sure how they're all going to work together. Here's what I think. I think that if you try to incorporate some of it and you stay active, that you will be just fine. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah. I don't know if I ever told you how Soulmate Bay listens to affirmations in the morning. Did I okay. ever tell you that? Um, I don't know, but that that's very on brand with him. It's like trap affirmations, I think it's called. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, and so it was just like very clear, clean, urban type sounding music and aspirations to like get you going. Mm -hmm. Well, I came across this woman. Uh, her name is Tony Jones. Mm -hmm. And she has these affirmation albums. Okay. So I clicked and I started listening and I was like, oh shit, this is like Soulmates affirmation playlist, but for women. Oh, I like that. You gotta listen to this one. This one is called Healing in My Heels. Okay. I learned to walk on my own. I never asked for anyone to teach me. I just watched, I listened, and I was supported to walk. Lifting one heel at a time. My path of wealth, my path of love, my path of health, my path of joy. I strut, I walk, I strut, I walk, I strut, I walk. Healing in my heels. That's my rhythm, healing in my heels. When I heal myself, I heal the generations that follow. I heal my understanding of being a woman. I heal my memories and purify them by creating healthier memories, exploring possibility through my imagination. I heal my inner feminine. So it's an entire album of affirmations and music where it just like, honestly, gasses you up i like it reminds you how dope you are reminds you how fly you are reminds you reminds you reminds you kind of like really turned my week around i like that ash from me kind of just allowing myself to beat myself up right 
it was a nice, it's a nice cap off to the week to get me in a different mood. And then, I don't know, three or four days later, I see like no bullshit, no more than five women posting the affirmation album. That's so And I'm like, why? Where did it come from? Who? Because like, you didn't huh? post it. I didn't post it. And I also didn't find it via social media. Right. I just was like online, like listening, looking for affirmation tracks because that's what that's what Soulmate Bay does. Yeah. And then found her like, oh, this is a vibe. I was like, trap affirmation. Like, I couldn't remember what the name was, yeah. how to search more like it. So, yeah, I uh, found a new a, new, a new little vibe, a new listen to a new something I'm working into my rotation. I'm going to try that. I was going to send it to you, but I was like, I don't think she's going to like it in her house. I needed to send it to you when you have a car to drive to work, yeah. when you're not locked out on COVID and yeah. only watching kids' movies and sports with Deshaun and the girls. Someone was telling me, though, actually, that uh, affirmations are actually really good for kids, too. So to, like, play them for the girls in the morning, maybe not that particular one, but I guess there's some kid affirmations. Someone was talking to me about this and about how good it is to start even their morning with affirmations. So maybe we can find one that is like a little more family friendly, like maybe would appeal more to the girls too. And then we can start our day all together. I think that would be absolutely incredible. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to start tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow is Valentine's. <laughs> Did you just say valentine's i hate valentine's bah humbug really you do you know what ash i don't know if you've noticed this about me i'm not heavy into romantic things i don't know if you've peeped that about me but i don't love a candlelit dinner deshaun saying poetry to me i really don't it's really strange huh can we get can we can we get Try to get deep on this podcast for a second. Yeah, let's. Do you really not like that? Mm -hmm. Or have you convinced yourself that you don't like that in hopes that if it doesn't happen like that, you won't be disappointed? That's interesting. I mean, Deshaun is, he actually probably, if you had to choose of the two of us, he's probably more romantic than me. Like he's a great card guy. Like he'll write his feelings in a card. He's always really good at that. So I would say I really think I'm just not as affectionate or good at expressing my feelings. So if I'm not like that, then I don't then I don't expect that in return. You know what I mean? I'm not really that girl. So that's so Valentine's Day. There's literally no because reason it just in the gets world. So annoying. I think too with social media, it can be annoying because some people love to lay it on so thick and then we have to see all the Valentine's gifts and we have to see the cards and we have to see the flowers on the bed and a heart and it's like bleh, bleh. Valentine's Day honestly doesn't bother me. I think, though, I'm just such a hopeless romantic. Yeah. I love stuff like this. I like, know. I don't believe most of what I see on social media. <laughs> right. I want to be very clear. Right. Listen, I'm sure there's a Dear Young Queen meme for that. <laughs> oh, sis, there's a Dear Young Queen meme for that. And we might need to make it the Valentine's Day Dear Young Queen meme. Yeah. 
but I'm happily going to read it to you right now. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Dear young queen. Mima. Main chicks love to scream how special they are every holiday season. Like her man won't see his side chick before and after. I knew a guy who literally would do a bulk sale, basically, like on the the buy two, get three free type situations of things and just would keep it in the closet and he would pass it out and all his chicks would get the same shit whenever there was a. See, that's just crazy. He literally had a closet of gifts. Girls would think that, that he'd like thought about them while he was out. Or oh, like, yeah. He, he was winning at life. And those girls felt good about themselves. Little did they know it came from a closet. Full of gifts for, ready for any moment when you do something good, like a dog f-ing treat. You jumped highest. Here you go. You sat. Chanel. <laughs> Here's my question, Ash. You didn't bark when someone came to the door? Prada. Ooh, I could use a Prada bag right about now. It's like... <laughs> these men huh? be out here wilding, and these women be really trying to show them off. Damn! It better be the same man that they were sitting in matching Christmas pajamas with, or I'm <laughs> judging. I look at the stuff that you're talking about, those pictures and those videos and yeah. the images and all of the flaunting of love, mm-hmm. and I see two things. One side I see like, wow, it's really beautiful to have someone that on this day you can really express your feelings for and and feel like there's a platform and a stage to do it. Right. Right? Maybe even someone like you who's not super into your emotions and sharing how you feel. It's nice that there's a day that forces you to have to take a second and embrace that. Yeah. But then there's the other side of a bunch of y'all faking. Yeah. And it's fake. Yeah. Okay, the Grinch that stole Valentine's Day. I'm the Grinch that stole Valentine's Day. Do you do anything for the girls on Valentine's Day? Yeah. For sure. I like to put together, similar to like an Easter basket, but it's a Valentine's Day. Like I usually get like a stuffed animal and some candy and maybe some cool stationery or pen, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. That's how my mom did me too on Valentine's Day. Yeah. I would wake up on Valentine's Day and at the foot of my bed would be like, just like you do with your girls, like a basket or, and then as I got older, it started to be like, teeny bopper magazines would be in my basket and like you know as you got older yeah that's sweet that is sweet those are like the traditions that you pass down because that's like what my mom did so now we pass that down and i'm sure my valentine's will be fine i just am being a a humbug about it just because i can it's because i have covid okay you're on your last day of quarantine (laughs) So, do you have a Valentine Bay? Where are we with the bays right now? A Valentine Bay. A Valentine Bay. I have exactly under 24 hours to get a Valentine Bay. You better hurry up, but I, I have faith in you. I know if anyone could pull a Valentine Bay out the hat, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I work best under pressure. I know you do. <laughs> These are the, if I was ever going to find a Valentine's Day bay, now is the time. Yeah. No, girl, I don't have no Valentine, no Valentine's Day plans, no nothing. Here's my question. 
When you're single on Valentine's, is there a lot of pressure? If you're not fully dating someone or fully committed to actually like go out on Valentine's? (gasps) What? Last year, Valentine's Day, the craziest thing happened to me. I got invited to that big 14, 17 course dinner with the guy that I wasn't interested in. Remember? And you told him no, didn't you? I did, but that's what you're saying. Do you feel like there's pressure if you go out on Valentine's Day? What I'm saying is no, actually. I think there's the pressure that when you're invited out on Valentine's Day and you don't like the person to like not go because you don't want to set the wrong tone. So there is there is a level of commitment that comes into play when you spend Valentine's with someone. For sure. Yeah. As a single, if two singles go on a Valentine's date together, you are both actively hoping that this goes a little bit further than wherever it is right now. You're basically asking for their hand in marriage. Pretty much. You should actually <laughs> just see which type of cut ring she likes. Yeah. Just take while her you're to there. The, take her to the jewelry store. Size her up. <laughs> Size her up right after. But no, the only pressure I think that single people feel on Valentine's Day mm-hmm. is just the idea of almost like why am I not good enough to have my person? Mm. Yeah. But for me, those self-defeating thoughts are so far gone that I don't think that having a person means you're good enough or not good enough. For sure. I don't know, but I think that that's the people, how people feel or people feel lonely, right? Like when you see people celebrating love together Mm -hmm. and you don't have someone to celebrate it, there's a natural feeling of loneliness and a desire to have that connection with somebody. Yeah. Actually, Ash, we should tell the people who are listening right now. If you're listening to the podcast because it just dropped at 10 a.m. Eastern, we are heading over to Nick's Cosmetic Instagram and we're going to do a live Instagram takeover. The name of their workshop series during Valentine's Day is To Me love me. And they're encouraging women to spend this Valentine's Day making V-Day the new me day. Ashley and I are going to head over to their Instagram. We're going to talk some self-love tips. We're going to talk about some of our past experiences and really honestly just spread joy and love and positivity and encouragement to continue to love yourself. So if it's early still, if if you're in the nine o'clock hour on Saturday, y'all, yeah, go ahead and take yourself over to Nick's Cosmetics Instagram and catch your girls. We're going to be live. But then if you're catching this later, I think that it'll be up on the Nick's page as well. So it'll live there for a while. And so when you go there, we're going to need you to like, comment, double tap, send it to a friend, double tap a yeah. friend, friend, and then comment. I love the Ashleys. So they bring us back. (laughs) Please. We beg you, people. We beg you. We beg you. It's one of the many things that we will beg you for. This is one of them. So add it to the list. Thank you. So, yeah, whether you spend this Valentine's Day with a bae, whether you spend it with a friend, or even if you spend it by yourself, I just want to say we wish you a happy Valentine's Day. But we moving the f*** on. Yes, we are. That's enough. (laughs) We haven't had any Bay updates. What is going on in Bay World? In A-Dub Bay World? (sighs) In Baywatch? Yeah. This is is a Baywatch check. (laughs) No, that's ESPN. Shoot. We could use that. That's still a great option for theme music for this section. <laughs> updates, updates. Um, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know, you only let me take Soulmate Bay and Soulmate Turn Bentley Bay into the new year. Okay. So that's part of the problem. Well, that's all right. <laughs> I feel good about this, about leaving the rest. Although, you know, I was a fan of British Bay just because he was hilarious. Okay. New Bay update. Mm-hmm. New Bay is not a bay uh, at all. Correct. He is friend zone oh. to the friend zone. Oh, so oh yeah, that's we're out. not just saying he's not a bay to not jinx it anymore. We're saying he's not a bay because he's actually just a friend. <gasps> wow, this is actually news to me. Okay, so this <laughs> you mean this is not podcast news? This is no, real this is life not friendship podcast news? news. This is real news. <laughs> no Donald Trump in sight. This uh-uh. is real news. Yeah, honestly, I think that I think he like breadcrumbs me. Breadcrumbs you. What is that? <laughs> but basically, it's men that leave little breadcrumbs mm-hmm. for you to pick up to think that, like, you're going to eventually get to something bigger and better. Oh. But you don't. You just end up following a trail of breadcrumbs. And you gain eight pounds. <laughs> just kidding. You f-ing gain eight pounds <laughs> in one week. He's good for a text. He's good for a FaceTime here and there. But the relationship isn't gonna, isn't building to anything. Right. And so, therefore, it's a friendship. Okay. And if it's not building to anything, then I actually don't know how to be invested right. in the area. Right. And now he's going to miss out on a great girl, but whatever. Out of yeah, here. Whatever. And I won't be your friend. I told you you had to be nice to my friend in order to be my friend. And now we can't be friends either. So there you go, new bae. Soulmate bae. Mm-hmm. Soulmate Bay is, you know, on his golf shit. I know. I remember the video. He's getting better and better every week. Oh, well, let's just um, think that he's doing this for you. He's not. <laughs> don't don't gas me up. Don't get me in my bag. All like thinking like, oh, my God. He's totally doing this to win me over. He's telling this with me over. So things have been okay with Soulmate. He's um, starting another business. Oh, wow. Good for him. But that's what we decided. He's like cerebral. His brain won't turn off. He's constantly thinking, thinking, thinking. So people like that, are, of course, are going to be constantly moving, coming up with new ideas, pursuing them. Once it gets old, then it's on to the next thing. Correct. He's just, you know, soulmate bae. Yeah, he's good for business, bad for relationship right now until he's ready to focus on one thing. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, he's just soulmate bae, but there's nothing happening there. But the soulmate turned Bentley bae update is... This guy guy gets me every time, so I can only imagine. Is this going to make me hate him more? (laughs) No, actually, it's going to make you love him. Oh, okay. He's ready to sell his Bentley. He can no longer be soulmate turned Bentley Bay. What is he going to get? A Tesla? No. A McCullen. Oh, a McCullen is a Rolls Royce. Mm -hmm. Of course he is. Of course he is. He's gaggy. I don't care. Tell him I said it. (laughs) He's going to hear it on the podcast. I know. Great. In the summertime, I told you how he had brought a new car and had been kind of racing a little bit in L.A. and all of that. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Yeah. He had got himself a a brand new Porsche. Yes, I remember you telling me. 
But the getting the brand new Porsche was a result of him doing some racing and being oh. around a bunch of guys that were racing cars and him wanting to, I don't know, guys want to pull their dicks out. You know, like, oh, look at mine. Look at mine. Look at mine. Mine's fast. Mine's red. Mine's blue. So annoying. Whatever. So then this winter, Eminem Bay that we left in 2020, mm-hmm. he started telling me how he also had like a racing club in the Hamptons. And I was like, what's up with these all these guys racing? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So he a couple times he was going to the Hamptons and racing. And then the next thing he hit me, he was like, yo, Ash, I think I'm going to buy a Porsche. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, cool. And I didn't, obviously didn't mention or like didn't say anything about the fact that I knew someone else who had picked up racing also this summer and also brought a Porsche. Okay. But I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah. So soulmate turned Bentley Bay, calls me on Saturday and he's like, yo, I'm like, what's up, babe? He was like, I just had the craziest experience. I'm like, what? He's like, yo, I joined a bunch of these dope dudes. We all went racing. Everybody brought cars. We went racing up the coast. Da, 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 the set and the third. He was like, and I made an appointment at Ferrari on Tuesday. I got to get a new car. <laughs> and in this moment, as I watched another dude get ready to purchase another luxury sports vehicle, I realized that most dudes picked up biking in the quarantine. Right. An obnoxious rich picked up luxury cars and racing. (laughs) And I picked up more bad habits. (laughs) That's interesting. So it's like the difference between rich and not rich. We won't call them poor. Yeah, because they're not poor. It's just, and, and it's not rich or poor. It's more of ostentatious. What's yes, the, that's what's a good right word. word. It's ostentatious. Yeah, and all of that. But also, for me, totally fine for young 30-something black men who are making millions. But I will just say that I realize, like, either I'm dating the same man over and over again. Or, <laughs> or rich picked up luxury sports cars. Yeah, I think that you date the same man over and over again. <laughs> but all three of those men are very different. I know, it's interesting. Soulmate Bay, Soulmate Turn Bentley, and Eminem. The only thing that they have in common is that they're black and successful. Yeah. That's interesting. So what is this? It's like the new trend. I don't know, but you could get out there with them and flex in your Model X. Flex on my X in my Model X. Is that my so, Bessie and a Tessie? So that said, yeah, um, we have to change his name, but we should on our next Bay check-in mm-hmm. understand that we need to uh, rearrange the titles of the two standing soulmate options. Okay. We have Soulmate Bay versus Soulmate Turned Bentley Bay. Who will get the soulmate title? And, or will neither one of them, will they both lose it? Yeah, maybe we move away from soulmate. We can think of mm-hmm. some better names. Mm-hmm. We'll work on that. I'm thinking so. Put it on the right, put it on the Google Doc. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the production crew needs a raise again, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we did my check in. Yes. What's up with your check in, girl? 
Oh, you my. don't know your check-in? I do know my check-in. Are you talking about my TV check-in? Of course, the people want to hear the TV check-in okay. from you, sis. Well, I've got I've been watching a lot of TV over the last 10 days. So I finished The Crown, which was actually a suggestion from you. Yeah. And I loved it. Okay. It's long and it's a little slow moving. So okay. you have to devote the time to it. But it is definitely worth the watch. And I found myself Googling stuff because I've always been interested in the monarchy. And I remember when Princess Diana passed away and my mom was like a big Princess Diana fan. So I can remember the impact that, that she had on my mom's life. And so I've always had a love for her as well. So kind of watching how that all played out was so interesting to me. I loved it. I laughed. I cried. It gave me all the feels. Two thumbs up on how the How many crown. seasons is it? Four. You watched all four seasons? Yes. What else was I going to be doing? <laughs> I can't stand you. I had 10 days of 24 hours. My brain was waking me up at 6 a.m. Oh, my. Yeah. No. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. But I will say it's a little slow moving. Not everyone's going to be able to get into it. I liked it. And I think it's worth a watch. I feel like I definitely watched one episode and then told you to watch it. What? What? You faked me. I didn't finish it. I told you I was watching it. Oh, but you I just never went one. back after I told you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that you had watched the whole thing. No. Oh, okay. I watched an episode, thought it was good. Yeah. Was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to get into this. Let me tell Ash about it. Yeah. And then never couldn't find the time to go back. I haven't watched a single episode. You'll never find the time. But let me tell you something else that is really good. You know how I've told you about Married at First Sight? Yes. Have you watched the new season of Married at First Sight? No, but I've seen people talking about it and I need to. Girl, it is so good to the point where even Deshaun is watching it because there's a guy on there that is a hot mess. Wait, I'm starting that today. You've got to. It is. I can't wait. I liked that for when you put me on the season before. Mm-hmm. I liked it. People, if you haven't seen Married at First Sight, so start good. with what was the season that you put me on with? Season. Oh, God, I don't even 11 know. eleven or thirteen. What season are we on? Hold on, season twelve. So I really liked season eleven though. So that's when I started watching it. Was season eleven? Season eleven had great couples. Season twelve. Although not all the couples are as good as season 11's couples, there is a few couples on this that make the show. I've literally fast forward through some of them because I'm like, oh, my God, you guys are annoying and never going to make it. But there is one couple in particular. Let me tell you, sis. It's everything. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are they a match made in heaven or are they a train wreck in the exact opposites? They are a train wreck. And do you know that I spotted it? On the first episode, I saw them talking about this girl and this guy. And I was like, they're going to match these two. And it's going to be a mess (laughs) because you can tell that this guy is he's super superficial like he's very he has a high opinion of himself he makes a little money he thinks he's fly like he think he has it all together. He drive a nice car. He this he that. And then I could tell they were going to match him with this girl who she's not ugly, but 
you could just tell the girls that he's used to dating and you knew that this was not his type. She's not perfect, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Like the match doctors were trying to teach him that what he cared about isn't what he cares about. But it's like, chill out. It's what he cares about. Girl, I was like, and you going to do this to this girl? She walked in the door uh. on the wedding day and he you could just see it in his eyes. He was like, she's ugly. And in so many words, he says it. And he says it to her friends. He says it to her. They end up having sex on their wedding night. But he wasn't attracted to her. He tried to have sex with her to be attracted to her. And it didn't work. And he tells her the next day. (laughs) And me and that's when, you know, me and Deshaun was in the bed like, yo, this is a sick (laughs) Like, what's going it's amazing. Oh, no, the point ha- is, you have oh, no. to watch it. How many uh, episodes are out? We're probably in episode four. Oh, I'll be back next week. With yeah, a full debrief. Please, a full because debrief. I cannot wait. Because you're gonna you're gonna see it as early as I did. Because you and me can see these things. You're gonna. I mean, I've obviously told you now, but you're just gonna know, and you're gonna be like, oh yeah, this is a hot mess. A hot mess. Yeah, so good. So, Married at First Sight season twelve is two thumbs up. What time is it? It's question time. What time is it? It's question time. Ooh, ooh, Ashley, let's bang this out. This has been a good episode. Yeah. I feel like we don't need to keep the people too long. No, we don't. My first question for you is, have you ever gotten into a physical altercation with someone? I actually have. I've been in one fight. Of course you have. <laughs> your mouth definitely led to throwing hands at some point in your life. It had to happen. Well, you'll be happy to know that I've only been in one fight my whole entire life. I am happy to hear that. Yes. So I've only been in one physical altercation my whole entire life. And yes, it was my mouth that got me into it. Which is why <laughs> I be listening to Chase talk the way that she does. And I sometimes just want you to give her one little pop in her mouth so that she's just prepared for the streets. Yeah, she needs to be because, listen, this turned on me real quick. I was not prepared. What happened? No, because, I mean, if you're not a fighter your whole life and I made it to like, I think I was 25. I had made it pretty far in life. Oh, yeah. You know, like I didn't get in any high school fights. I made it all the way through college, being able to say slick shit and get away with it, you know, whatever. I had just moved to LA. I was in the middle of this giant club in LA. This is years ago, but it was called Boulevard 3. It was like a two-level club. It had this wraparound balcony on the top. The bar was in the center and this dance floor, right? So I see this girl. At the time, We had previously dated the same guy at the same time. At the time, there was AIM messaging. She was making fake AIMs, harassing me a bit. So I was no longer talking to the guy. I see her in the club at the bar. I'm with two of my friends, two of my equally shit-talking friends and equally non-fighting friends. So it was it was. It was not set up in my favor. All y'all bitches had mouth. And nothing else. All mouth. So I want to go over. You know, you get drunk and you get like, yeah, I'm about to go over there and say something to her. You know, like think I'm yeah, tough. liquid courage. Yeah. So I walked over to her at the bar and I tapped her on the shoulder. 
oh, she had gone to Cabo with the guy or something. So I tap her on the shoulder and I was like, how was Cabo? Or something stupid. You salty. You mad you didn't go to Cabo. What's most crazy is that I wasn't even talking to the guy anymore. And frankly, I didn't even care. But it was just a level of pettiness. And like, yeah, that I was like, nah, she about to hear my mouth. So I go over there Before I got the words out. She yanked me by the back of my head. She had me hair in fist and started like, swinging me around so i had a drink in my hand so then i threw the drink in her face with the cup burns ah uh, alcohol in my eyes yes and so that got her off me and then i proceeded to grab her by the back of the head and then we and then she got me back and then we were like going back and forth and i was trying to throw my other arm at her i yanked her necklace off we ended up on the, in the middle of the dance floor of this club I just remember looking up and just seeing thousands. It felt like thousands of eyes on me because it had completely stopped the party. I got carried out by security. No. It was bad. So that is my one physical altercation. And I got to say, that was probably amazing footage. Okay, my turn. I have a question, Ash. Would you ever decline a marriage proposal? I actually don't know if I could decline a marriage proposal. And I only say this because I would imagine that a marriage proposal would only come from someone that you were close to and someone that you had a relationship with. And I don't think that I would want to hurt somebody that is telling me they want to spend forever with me. Right. I think that I would probably accept the proposal and that at some point that wasn't in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when he proposed or, you know, like yeah, whatever his like proposal moment was. That I, he put into it and just like break his little beating heart. I don't think I could do no, that. that would be awful. I think that that would actually f- up somebody for a long but time. He would never get married. He would be scarred. But I definitely would accept it. And then later down in a few weeks or a few months or a few days or whatever I needed, just be like, hey, listen, this isn't going to work for me. I appreciate the thought, the consideration the whatever. But like, I can't do this. Now, what's really funny is, and I think that you'll enjoy this story. I can't believe I don't. I've never told (gasps) you this story. When we were younger... Yes. Did you guys make a big deal about how people were invited or asked to like dances? Yeah. The winter formal or the turnaround yes. or whatever. Okay. So for prom, how you got asked to prom in high school for us was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it was filling the car with balloons or stopping the lunchroom or, you know, whatever, some extravagant yeah. situation. So, and I know a bunch of my girls from high school listen to this podcast. So if you guys are listening, I hope you are going to take this trip down memory lane with me. Okay, Ash, who you wanted to go to the dance with was based on your group of friends. And so there was a guy that I wanted to go to prom with who was friends with a bunch of the guys that my close friends were friends with. And those guys had talked to him and I had talked to my friends. It was like pretty clear that Ashley and we're going to go to prom together. Mm -hmm. And there was this other guy who was into me and I had went to a dance or two before with him. He was cool, but he wasn't the guy that was in the group of friends 
that my friends were going with. Yeah, that was really going to set up prom to be an epic night. Yeah, an epic night. So I'm on my way to my last period class of the day, eighth period. And at the time it was um, world geography. I walk into my world geography class and I sit down and the teacher says he's going to start the class with the video. And he turns off the lights and he brings down the screen. And all of a sudden this home video comes on in front of the entire class. And it is this kid. I'm mortified. And it's a video of him like waist forward where he's like flying. He has got a basketball in his hand and he dunks the basketball into the basketball hoop. And he says, I know I'm not and I can't slam dunk. I know. I know. I know. I know I'm not and I can't slam dunk. But. I can slam dunk my way into your heart or, you know what I mean? Like something that along those lines. And then he slam dunks and then the video zooms out and you can see it's like his siblings and like stuff like pulling him on a wagon or something so that he's higher up to dunk because he was like a lot smaller. And then the teacher turns the video off and turns the light on and he walks in with a dozen Come roses on. and asks me to go to prom. Come on, Ash. What did you say? You said, F- you, I didn't want to go with you. That's what my face was probably yeah. screaming and definitely what my soul was screaming. I was so upset. And I think in the video, he said something along the lines like he had to ask me before F- did. Yeah, like this is not a competition and you know I want to go with. F- so why are you doing this to me? Why are you I doing this to me? One prom. One like I just said to you, the same way I would never decline a marriage proposal. I said, yes. You know why? Because I was f- pressured into it. Because I'm sitting in front of my entire class, my teacher who just took time out of our lesson right. to conspire with this guy to ask and, me to prom. And by the way, imagine if you would have said no, you would have been like the villain of the school. Hello. I couldn't say no. That's not fair. It's not I'm fair. F you. And I ended up having a oh, great okay, prom good. and all of those okay. things. You know what I mean? Like I had a great, ended up having a wonderful time with if you're listening. I'm not trying to shit on our prom, but you do know that you definitely snuck a prom invite in in a shady That's way. That's crazy. For sure. Anyways, no, I don't think I could decline a marriage proposal on site or on demand, but I definitely would tell him I'd. Like, I wouldn't stick it out. We're not going through with an actual wedding. Part of what has prompted this next question is my own high school experience. Mm -hmm. And I just have to know if I remember this story correctly. Ashley, who is the most inappropriate person you have ever had a crush on? You, this story is pretty good. I was completely obsessed with my homeroom teacher, my senior year of high school. Mr. <laughs> he was everything to me. I did not hide it. All my friends knew I liked him. Like, it was a thing. Like, I'm not a 16-year-old girl, and he's like a grown-ass man. I think he was even married. Like, everything about it was inappropriate. <laughs> All my friends knew that I liked Mr. And I would literally attempt the best that I could do at flirting with him. It was, it was so inappropriate. <laughs> 
How do you flirt with a teacher? I don't even know, but I've really tried. I really attempted to just like always be in his face and just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you in this man's face all the time? All the time. Needed something pencil, pencil sharpened, paper turned in, whatever you all could that. do to get just to his desk. Early to homeroom, late to leave. Seeing him in the hallways. Hi, Mister. <laughs> Hi. But the the real kicker in this story. A few years ago, I get a call from one of my high school friends who tells me that Mr. just got arrested for having a relationship with one of his students. No! (laughs) Bitch, and it made me mad. Because I was like, what was wrong with me? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this man was doing this, but he just didn't want me. Yo, he said, y'all not going to keep throwing it at me. Listen, Mr. was tired of turning it down, and he took it. That's crazy, right? So if I would have tried a little harder, I maybe could have cracked that. I could have got that. I could have bagged Mr. in high school. Oh, my God. That's sick. It is. And I'm laughing about it, but it's wrong on so many levels. Yeah, no, no. It's wrong on so many levels, but it it is amazing that it could have been you. Yeah, because I was like, I had a 100% crush on him. My friend, that's why she called me. She was like, what the heck? He was doing this. And it was like a few girls. Like, it wasn't a one-off. This was who he was. Yeah, so knowing that I could have actually bagged Mr. if I would have tried just a little bit harder. But either way, that is 100% my most inappropriate person I've ever had a crush on. And it became even more appropriate when I learned that he actually was a pedophile. So You had a crush on a pedophile. Okay, final question. This is sort of a random, but it's a it's a good Rando. one. Have you ever bribed or flirted with a police officer to get out of a ticket? So surprisingly, no. You would think through my gift of gab yeah. or understanding my feminine divine power that like I would have used it to try to manipulate a situation, right? Uh, yeah, I'm no. kind of shocked. No, I haven't. I think that I kind of, when police get involved, just do exactly the right thing and don't make this more challenging kind of kicks in. So I don't like to make police situations awkward or uncomfortable. But I got a homegirl who blew my mind one time, bitch. Why? I was on FaceTime with her while she was driving to meet up with her boyfriend, actually. Mm -hmm. And she pulled over to 7-Eleven to pick up something. And she was like getting back in the car with me. And she goes to pull backwards. And she's like, oh, f***. And I'm like, what? She's like, hold on, the police. And I'm like, oh, she's probably getting pulled over. Like, maybe she Mm -hmm. didn't have her. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really think anything of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I hear her say, "Um, no, I'm sorry. I don't have my driver's license on me. And I hear her, get out of the car. Get out of the car, please. And she's, Ash, don't hang up the phone. So I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. So I, you know, now I'm listening as intent as ever. And all of a sudden I hear her say, no, no, I have it. I just don't have it on me. Can I, can I call my dad or something? Maybe he can send us a picture. And then I, I hear her grab her phone and I like see Uh her hand like on the back of the phone. And she's like, Ash, please don't hang up. Whatever you do, don't hang up. So I'm like, nah, girl, I got you. All of a sudden she puts the phone down and I hear, 
like the phone like kind of drops and I hear, no, my God, please. Why do you have your gun out? You don't need your gun out. Please don't pull your gun out on me. Please don't pull your gun out on me. Please, whatever you do, don't pull your gun out on me. And I hear her start to yell and start to cry. And I start to now panic. What? She's like, please, whatever you do, just let me call my dad. Just let me call my dad. Please just let me call my dad. And she's panicking and like her voice and she's crying. And I just, all of a sudden she goes, like, I guess he tells her, yes, she can go to call her dad. And then all of a sudden. Phone's off. Phone just shuts off. Oh my God. So the next thing that I know, I call her back. Her phone is going straight to voicemail. So as far as I'm concerned, she's either arrested or she's dead. Or dead. Oh my Girl, God. don't you know that she ended up calling me back an hour and some change later? And she shrugged it off like, oh my God. You know, these LA police, you got to be so dramatic sometimes. What? And I was like, bitch, what? What? I just thought that you were dead or in jail. I've called every person in your life. People are on their way to see if your body is splattered across the ground right now because you mentioned a police officer pulling a gun out on you, sis. And she was like, you know, sometimes you just got to be a little dramatic so they don't try to make a big deal about it, give you a ticket or take you in. They just think you're crazy and they let you go. I. (laughs) Bitch, I was so upset. That she took me on that little emotional roller coaster ride with her so she could try to fake out a police officer. She's like, you never did that trick before. You never used that trick before where you just act so unmanageable. They just let you go. And I was like, "Nah, that's not in my bag, actually. So the police never actually pulled their gun out or anything. She was just like pleading with them not to. Can I be honest with you? I don't really remember. Okay, because you were just so like... That's a good, that's another good story. Another good story. So yeah, uh, story time, question time turned into story time for me and you, honestly, let's be honest. I know. You you took us down memory lane with your fight and your high school. So I guess the whole question time was a walk down memory lane, but I loved it. It was great. This was a good question time. I'm here for this. I agree. I love it. (laughs) Ashley, I can't believe that is 20 episodes in the book. Girl, this is like a moment in history. Yeah, I think it's a good time to stop and just kind of reflect, right? I want to thank yeah. the people over the past 20 episodes who who have like really just showed up week after week. Like, right, guys, yeah. we're numbers girls. Well, I'm a numbers girl. Ashley, I don't yeah. know if you're a numbers girl. I'm but not. I'm a numbers girl. And to watch the consistency and see so many of you, um, again, like we don't know who you are directly, but we can see like what cities are showing up consistently and what people yeah. are, you know, and how far into the episode you're listening to. And it's just without you guys showing up week after week. I don't know that Ashley and I would be so encouraged to continue to go down this journey, to give our time and our our energy and for Ash to hide in her closet to get an episode done if she needs to. Like, we're just so grateful. We love your messages that you send us. We love that. We love to hear how much you're enjoying the podcast and what we have going on. And so I'm super grateful that you guys have been here and, you know, over the past 20 episodes, you've become a part of our family and our, our podcast crew. And I'm just so grateful. And I can't wait to do another 20 more. 
I know this has been really amazing. And it really is like all the encouragement that we've received from people. It's really what keeps us going. So it doesn't go unnoticed. And thank you to everyone that's dropped us a message on Instagram or text us or has seen us out and said something to us, whatever it might be. It all is so appreciated. Can't wait to see you back here. Same time, same place next week. Uh, Hopefully not the same place. I don't want to be in this corner in my closet. You're right. (laughs) Talk to you later, sis. Okay, bye. Love you. Love you. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ask Ashley Podcast. And if you want to connect with us, you can find our website at www.askashleypodcast.com. If you're looking to connect with us personally, you can find me, Ashley W., at Dear Young Queen. And you can find Ashley N. at Ashley North Style.